Praise the Lord, everyone. Hallelujah. All right. How's everybody doing this evening? Good. Um, okay. I'm going to ask everyone to stand with me on this evening, please. Um, we're going to go to Second Corinthians 1. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, and Timothy, our brother, unto the Lord, unto the church of God, which is at Corinth, with all the saints which are in, uh, whatever that is, you said, oh, <laughs> grace, be unto, grace be to you, and peace from God our Father, and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, and the God of all comfort. Who comforteth, who comforteth us in, our, in all our tribulation, that we may be able to confront, comfort them which are in, any, are in any trouble. By the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God. How many know God to be a healer or a comforter? Hallelujah. Um, then we're going to go to um, Proverbs 3. You all can read it for me, please. Proverbs 3. All right. My son, forget not my law, but let thine heart keep my commandments. For length of days and long life and peace shall they add to thee. Let no mercy and truth forsake thee. Bind them about thy neck. Write them upon the table of thine heart. So shalt thou find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all in thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. You all may be seated. All right. So I'm talking about my subject on today is um, submitted and committed. I have definitions for both. To submit is to accept or yield to a superior force or to the authority or will of another person. To commit is to bind or obligate oneself as the pledge of assurance, devote or engage oneself to a person or thing. So on what I'm talking about tonight is, you know, we all in the youth, I'm talking to the youth and even people in general. So right now we're going through a time of not everybody is in the will of God. People are on different accords. People are not focused on one thing. People are distracted by so many different things, whether that's education, you have a job, or whether you're doing different things happening in your house, whether you have different things going on, just we're not on that one accord. And we have forgot that God has, he wants us to submit to him. He wants us to be able to commit and to do these things that God has said to do. We want to be able to walk upright as men and women of God and to do what God has told us to do. Um, so, you know, the Lord is, all the Lord is just wants us to do is just to give us, give God our hearts and to our minds and our, you know, our souls and all these different things. God wants us to love him. God wants us to bring, to come to joy I mean, everybody thinks about all these different things, you know. I mean, some people might not be like in comfort, like I was just talking about that. God is the comforter. He will comfort you. You know, all you have to do is get out of the way of sin. Get out of the way of different things that are not of God. Put yourself in the situation where you're able to study your word, when you're able to pray and you're able to talk to God. That's how God is going to get in contact with you. That's how you're able to get in contact with God. When you got all these different things going on, how can you expect God to help you if you focus on something else? Think about isolation. If you have all these different things going on, sometimes God will put you in a situation where you feel alone, where 
you're not really, you don't understand why you're in the situation. You don't know why it's happening. Lord, I feel like I'm by myself. I take that as a good thing. Because that means that, okay, everything, all these different things are, it's, I mean, they seem to be away. I'm not distracted anymore. I'm able to open my Bible and I'm able to take notes and have an understanding of God's word. I'm able to get in contact with God. You know, that's why it's important. You know, never take that for granted. Never take it for granted. When you see all these different things seem to slowly drift away, that's God. It has to be God. There's no re there is no other way. The devil would tempt you and put you in situations where you will get exactly what you want. But when things that you necessarily want disappear, it's because God is, wants to get in contact with you. God wants to talk to us. God wants to help us. And that, um, so, you know, all we have to do is just submit and to obey to what God is telling us to do. All we have to do is get on one accord and be like, okay, Lord, I hear you. I understand your word. I have an understanding. Lord, I'm here. I submit and I commit my ways unto you. I want to do things differently. I'm tired of sticking to this same old situation. I, I, you know, you feel like sometimes you're just in this uh, a wall. You're just at a wall. You can't get around. You're just in this, you got, you, you're just in a room. I think about it like that. You know, sometimes you, when you're in a room, you can no longer, you know, you cannot really find yourself way. You have all these different things. Say, for instance, somebody could have a clean room, okay? So somebody's room could be clean and you are able to maneuver through that place. You're able to make sure that, okay, I can get through here. I can get to what I need to get to because I have a clean household. I have something that's clean. Otherwise, on the other hand, if somebody is dirty, it might be hard for you to be able to get to what you're supposed to. Think about that spiritually. If you are living clean and you've got all these different things happening the right way, you are able to maneuver and to able to get yourself in a situation where now I can get in contact with God. You think about how when you're in your room or something like that, something else is dirty. You're, okay, Lord, I, where, where's my shoe at? Where's my watch? Where, you think looking for all these different things, that's because you are not able to find them because you have so many different distractions. You have also all these different things happening at once. So when you go through a season of isolation, make sure that you're staying in that season. Don't stay in the season. But you know what I'm saying is to um, thank God for it. Thank God, because that means that God is trying to get in contact with you, that he wants to help you, that God is trying to do all these different things. God is performing things in your life. Sometimes, you know, you want to ask the Lord for callings. You don't understand what God wants you to do. Sometimes when the Lord told me what he wanted me to do, I had to get myself together. I had to start letting some different things go. I had to start thinking about all these different things. I had to realize and come to an understanding of God. Lean not to your own understanding. God helped me to understand, okay, I can't, I can't keep going through that. I can't keep myself in the same situation that I've been in for too long. How do you expect God to dwell in a dirty place? How do you expect God to help you if you keep standing in this same situation? I think about how I was telling somebody, you can take as many circles around this place, but if you take a circle, you're going to end up exactly where you started. All these different things. Think about it spiritually. You can try your best to get away from the situation that you were in, but if you keep going and having all these different things, you're going to end up right back where you started and you're doing it all over again. It's a cycle. So, you know, God wants us to be obedient. God wants us to remember who him for who he is. God, there's nothing too hard for God. Everybody knows that. So you're worried about all these different things you have, all these different things going on in your mind. You're confused. There's confusion, not understanding. Ask God. You have not because you ask not. If you if ask God for all these different things, if you ask God to help you to understand, if you ask, Lord, I'm here. I hear you. Lord God, I want you to help me. Lord God, can you help me? Ask. You have not because you ask not. If you want to understand, if you want to come out of the situation that you're in, start coming up to the altar. We have ministers. There's deacons. All these different things that can pray for you. Stop sitting in that same situation and continue to dwell in that same situation if you expect God to help you. How do you expect God to help you if you keep sticking right there and you don't do nothing else? You know, God is the access. God is access. You know, you think about how sometimes when you are put in a situation where, you know, sometimes, say for instance, I begin to think about it like this. Last year at TM camp, this year, I'm sorry, I lost my key to my room. And I, I, I lost it. It was gone. I don't know who took it. I pray to God somebody replaced it, but it's gone. So I, I remember how, you know, you're trying to get to your place where you're laying your head at and you're trying to be comfortable. 
You're trying to do all these different things. You're trying to make sure that you are able and willing to get to where God has wants you to be. But if you don't have the access to a room, how do you expect to get in? See, everybody's wondering, how do I get there? Worried about singing in the choir. You want to be a musician. You want to be a pastor. You want to be a deacon. You want to, might want to be an altar worker. You want to start doing all these things for God. And then you question yourself, how do I get there? God is the access. You have the key. I'm trying to tie this up, and I hope it's making sense. But what I'm trying to understand is, you know, you can never get anywhere without the access. God is the access. I don't know how you expect to get to where you're supposed to be going or where you want to go without God standing beside you. How do you expect to get there by yourself? If you do not have the access, then how are you going to get into where you're trying to go? If you don't have God standing beside you and leading you and guiding you in the way of his will, then how do you expect to move on? Say, for instance, you can't. Uh, no, God gave me this a few a long time ago, and, I, and it stuck with me for a long time. You know, knowledge. Knowledge is to know something, God. Knowledge is to have an understanding. You can know all the things in the world, but that does not mean that you are wise. Knowledge is to have an understanding and to know that you know something. Wisdom is applying the appropriate knowledge to your life and living by it. You cannot expect God to help you if you're not living wisely. Say, for instance, you know, I could be going somewhere. I just ran into a situation now, a few weeks ago. Somebody from, I work at Plainfield, I work in Plainfield, and somebody came in to where I was working at. And I began to think about how if I was not living right, they were apostolic people, people Holy Ghost filled, people that I never knew. But if I'm going around telling people that I'm Holy Ghost filled and not living the way that God wants me to live and being wise. See, I can have that all that knowledge in the world, but I can live stupidly to the knowledge that I have. You can have all the knowledge. You can begin to think, okay, well, look, I know this. I know. I know I'm not supposed to sin. I know I'm not supposed to do this. I know I'm not supposed to do that. But you, I promise you can know all this, but you continue to walk, continue to do all these different things in that same exact sin that you know that you're not supposed to be doing. Wisdom is knowing, Lord, I know I'm not supposed to do this. So why am I doing it? It's having, Lord, I heard you. I'm not going to do it no more. And going on in that way of, Lord, I'm sorry and repentance. So stop being the knowledge and start becoming wise and having the wisdom in your life. Y'all know what everybody has read the Bible. Everybody knows what a Bible is. Everybody. Everybody in here knows what a Bible is. Yes. And when you know your Bible, open it. It's not hard. I mean, the enemy will make it seem like it's the hardest thing to do. Then he'll be like, boy, like, no. Nah. I mean, sometimes, I promise, there's been times where I've sat and I'm like, just got my Bible in front of my face, and it's just saying Holy Bible on the top, and I, I ain't even opened it. Just sitting there like, <sighs> but the enemy, that's how the enemy will make you, make you feel. But I promise you, you know, you could be a Bible scholar and know you can read from Genesis to Revelation. You can read from Genesis to Revelation. And every single time that you open your Bible again, you will find something new that you have not seen before. Or you will have a different understanding of the thing that you read before. God gives us, an, you know, God will put us in a situation where you can read something. You will have an understanding in the beginning. But when you go and you enter a new situation, when you're beginning to do all these different things, now it's a new understanding of that same exact scripture. So, you know, you got to think about how, <laughs> you know, like I was saying about Jesus being the access, you're struggling with anything. You're trying to find your way out. Jesus is the access. You're trying to get yourself out of the situation that you're in. You're so focused on so many different things where you cannot gather yourself, when you cannot think, when you cannot get yourself in a situation where, Lord, I hear what you're saying. When you keep sticking to this same old situation, you cannot expect to move on. You ha I mean, you, all you're going to do is keep staying there. So please, don't just have the knowledge, 
but apply it. I'm talking to you young people and to, and to myself as well. Don't just have the knowledge. Don't just think about it. Don't just like, okay, well, Lord, I know. Start living the things that you know. And if you know that it's right, start living by it. I want to read Proverbs 1, 10, and 11. 1, 10, yeah. My son, if sinners entice thee, consent thou not. If they say, come with us, let us lay wait for blood. Let us lurk privily for the innocent without cause. Start putting yourself in the way of sinners. You know, everybody's like, okay, one thing that I can see, catch myself doing is, Lord, like, you know, why am, I, why am I in this? Lord, how can I get out? Lord, why am I just stuck? I'm in the way of sin. You think about all these different, you have, you have friends in school, you got different people, but if you're not surrounding yourself by the right people, if you're not fellowshipping with people of the God, if you're not um, checking up on your brothers and sisters in Christ, if you're not messaging people, when you're not doing these things, then you're in the way of sin. You're talking to all these different people in school, but you're talking to them more than what you're talking to the people that, that's in your church. You're talking to them, and you're making all these different notices. You know, normally who you hang around is who you become. You can hang around somebody that smokes. You can hang around somebody that cusses. You can hang around somebody that does something the exact total opposite of what you do. But if you hang around them so much, if you keep hanging around them, keep putting yourself in a situation where you are always around them, I want you to expect that you're going to begin to do the same thing that they be doing. I want you to be like, okay, well, Lord, I, say for instance, all these people think it's an intro, there has to be an introduction into the introduced. See, you can be, every, you can introduce me to something. Brother White, you can introduce me into something, but you had to be introduced to it first in order for you to introduce it to me. See, say, you know, smoking. I'm just going to use that as an, as an example. Somebody be like, somebody had to tell them they had to been introduced to it. They had to see it. Somebody, maybe they were growing up on it. They were introduced to it, and now they introduce it to me. See, there has, but when you're introduced to things, don't be, the, I'm sorry, that was funny. Um, but when you think about, you know, when you want to do things for the Lord, stop putting yourself in the way of sin. That's one thing that I've realized and I, God has helped me with is that I can say, Lord, I want to serve you. Lord, I want to be with you. I want to have a relationship with you. I want to do all these different things. But if I keep going and doing the same exact stuff that I've done over and over and over again, it becomes a habit. That habit turns into a stronghold. And then it turns into something that's like you stuck in it. You stuck in it. Because your mind is mentally drained. You're drained into what you've been doing. Begin you, I mean, and God can deliver you. He most definitely can. I've been delivered, and I've seen God move and do different things that I've never, I mean, I'm like, boy, I didn't think I could get out of it. Because I was so stuck. I was so mentally drained. I was so put in a situation where it's like, I couldn't do nothing. You know, sometimes I'm, I, sometimes, I mean, that's just the word, stuck. Sometimes you just get stuck. To the point where you can go nowhere. You are tight. You can do nothing. It's just like you're standing in this one place. And all you can do is take circles. And then as you're taking the circles, you move it around and you're circling and you're seeing all these different things. You're starting to begin to see all God move in their lives. But then here I am. I'm stuck and I want God to help me. But because I've became so mentally attached to it, I can no longer move on. I cannot come out of the situation I'm in. I'm just stuck. All I can do is take these circles. All I'm doing is looking at the same exact stuff that I've seen over and over again. All I'm doing is doing the exact same thing that I did last week, yesterday, an hour ago, 30 minutes ago, whatever. Um, Proverbs 1.33. But whoso hearken unto me shall dwell safely, and shall be quiet from fear of evil. My son, if thou wilt receive my words and hide my commandments with thee. 
so that thou will incline thine ear to unto wisdom and apply thy heart unto an understanding. Can we go back to um, 1 and 34? But whosoever hearkeneth, whosoever hearkeneth unto me shall dwell safely. You got to realize that God will keep you safe. He will protect you. He will help you. He will guide you. He will lead you into the right direction. And he will hide you from fear. Fear is not of the Lord. When you, when you are so spiritually in tune with God, sometimes you feel like you're walking on clouds. You feel like you're in the sky, like nothing's impossible. But then, you, I mean, you ain't worried about evil no more. You're not fearful. You ain't got nothing else going on because you are so spiritually in tune with God. Start getting in tune with God. It's three easy steps. Fasting, praying, reading your word, and applying everything that you do into your life. It's not hard. It's, I mean, that's what God wants us to do. People make everything, I mean, not, not even just people, but me and myself included. This is for everybody. Sometimes people be like, Lord, like, what am I going to do now? Because you have got out of the situation that you were in before, but now you're back inside of it. And then you're trying to find your way out again. You've created a habit. You've done all these different things. But once you get in tune with God, he will keep you safe. All these different things. You know, when you're reading your word, there should be nothing else on your mind but God and what you're reading. But if you got all these different things work, work happening in your life and all these different things focusing on your focus on it, then, I mean, what do you expect? Your mind is kind of like a guidance to everything that you do. Everything starts up here. Just like how you have to make up in your mind that you want to be with God. If you want to have a relationship with God, if you want to do all these different things with God, you have to make up in your mind, Lord, I'm going to live with you. I'm going to walk with you. I'm going to do things in your will. I'm not going to keep doing the same old stuff that I've done over and over again. I'm tired of being in the same situation that you brought me out of, and now I'm back into it. I'm tired of having to live in the way that I've lived for so many years. I want to come out. I want to live like you. I want to be like you. I want to become more like Christ. I want to do things in your will. I'm tired of living this way. I don't want to keep doing the same old stuff. I don't want to keep living in the same old situation. I'm tired of that. I, Lord, I want to be with you. I want to submit. I want to commit. I want to do all these different things. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of this same old life. Sometimes that's, I mean, seriously, that's how it is. Sometimes you just become so mentally tired. It's like, Lord, I'm tired. I, I surrender. Lord, I heard you. I'm tired of living this way. I want to do better. You're wondering about how you're going to get to the situation that you're going to get in because you're so mentally drained. You're so physically attached to this one situation to the point where you cannot move on. You have to realize that God will keep you safe. God will keep you. He will protect you. He will guide you. He will lead you. You have to realize that God is not going to tell you to do something bad. God is going to lead you into the way that he wants you to go. You have to realize that God is, whenever you're worried about you how to figure out what your calling is, you're trying to figure out whatever God wants you to do, you're trying to start doing all these different things, but if you're so mentally drained and so mentally stuck into that same situation, you can get nowhere. All you have to do is ask and have, plead for the help of God. You can do nothing. There's nothing that you can do. All you're going to do is keep circling and um, facing the same situation. You cannot expect God to do anything for you if you keep standing right here. God can deliver you, but you have to be willing and you have to submit and commit yourself unto God. You know, um, I want to read Proverbs 1, 2, 3, uh, 1, I mean, I'm sorry, Proverbs 2, 1 through 5. My son, if thou receive my words and hide my commandments with thee, so, sh so, thou, so that thou incline thy ear unto wisdom and apply thy heart to understanding. Yea, if thou criest after knowledge and lifteth up thy voice for understanding, if thou seekest her silver and searchest for her as, a fo as her for hid treasures, then seek and understand, thou, then shalt thou understand the fear of the Lord and the find of knowledge of God. If you want to be righteous, the Lord will give it to you. If you want to start living right, can I go back to Proverbs um, 2 and 3? Yea, if thou criest after knowledge and lift up thy voice for understanding, all you got to do is ask for it. You know, you want, you trying to figure out spiritual gifts. You want to know what God wants you to do. God will lead you and he will show you. Cry after knowledge. 
Seek after the kingdom of righteousness. Seek after that. Seek after God. Keep pying yourself. Seek diligently. He's the warder. He's rewarded to those who diligently seek him. God will, if you seek God, I mean, bro, it's, seek God. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. But seek after God. Seek after God. That's all you got to do. Seek after God and keep seeking after him. It's not a, it's not a one t- done situation. It's not a, okay, Lord, I'm going to do it once and I'm over with. You have to remain consistent in it. You cannot keep standing in this same situation and expect God to do anything for you. It's so simple. Seek after God. Open your Bible. Take notes. Pray. Fast. Get all these things and create a habit into it and watch how far God will take you. God will take you to things that you never think like, whoa, like how did I get here? God will take you into a situation where, okay, now look, I've understood. I realize I have an understanding. I heard you. Lord, I want you to continue to bless me. I want you to continue to show me. Lord God, lead me into the right direction. Lead me to the right people. Lord God, help me, Lord God, in the name of Jesus to continue to go in that. Get me prayer. Pray. Pray. Pray after God. Pray to God. God hears you. If you write your notes, God reads. God can read. He can understand whatever you're writing down. You know, if you don't feel like talking to nobody else about whatever you're going through, you can talk to God. God is just like any other, any, God is, matter of fact, he's better than us. So if you go talk to anybody else, first you should talk to God because he's the one that's going to help you the most. You can go talk to Brother White. You can go talk to anybody else. But the first person that you should open your mouth to is to God because he's the only person that can bring you out the situation that you win. That's the only person that can perform. That's the only person that can bless you. That's the only person that can protect you. He's the only person that can break through. He's the only person that can deliver you. You should not be talking to nobody else but God. You have to continue to remember you and God in your prayer. If you don't keep praying, oh my, you, you, you can do nothing. You can do nothing. You have to be able to remain consistent in your prayer, your prayer life. Yeah, sometimes that's something that we all have to do better on is praying. I have to do better on that. I don't pray every day. But you know what? Every time I get up, it's as simple as, Lord, I thank you for another day. It's simple, Lord. Keep me and protect me, oh God. Bless me as I'm going back and forth to school, Lord God. Bless me as I'm going to work, maybe. Bless me, Lord God, in the name of Jesus to continue to go through that. You know, there's no reason why you should keep standing in this one situation. God can bring you through. Sometimes you just get so mentally confused. God can bring you through. God will bless you. He will bring you out of the situation. Sometimes you just feel like that gravitational pull. God's just pulling at you like, come here. I, come here. Come here. It's just like that, that pull. Like, I need you. Come on. Come on. Come on. And then eventually, once you keep going on, you keep going after it, going after God, and you keep seeking him, you will get right back to where you want it to be, right back where, where you were because you so... Because you're able and you're willing to seek after God. Seek after God. God will bless you. He will keep you. He will do each and everything that you pray for. Stop going to the way of evil. Avoid it. You need to stop stepping your way and keep going into the situations of where evil is running. You need to stop going into, okay, I see somebody in that bathroom. Maybe somebody in the bathroom smoking. Or you see somebody else doing something out of the way of God. You have to avoid it. You see somebody doing it, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus and walk away. You cannot keep standing in the same situation. You cannot keep putting yourself in the way of evil and expect God to do something for you. If you want to do something from God, then you can no longer stand in the same situation. you got to learn how to fight the enemy and start rebuking him over your life. You cannot keep sitting here and expect God to do something for you. You have to be able to remain consistent. This is not a one and done situation. It's something eternal. It's something you got to do until you out of here. Because the more that you do it, the closer that you get to God. The more that you continue to perform, the more that you continue to go after God, he will continue to keep you more. Like I said before, he's a reward to those who did seek him. You keep diligently seeking after God. He will bring you through. He will bless you. He will keep you. He will take you out. You trying to keep staking in the same situation. He will take you out. You can no longer keep standing in here and expect God to do something. Come out of the situation. Rebuke Satan. Help him. Ask God for help. God is the helper. God is the protector. He's the one that will help you. He will bring you through. There's nothing too hard for him. You just got to keep asking God to help you. It's like I said before. It's not a one and done situation. It's something that you have to remain consistent in. You have to submit and commit. It's not just a, okay, I did it, Lord. I heard you. You heard me. I'm done. No, you got to pray until you come out of the situation. You cannot keep sitting here and expecting God to do anything for you if you keep standing in the same exact spot. If you want to do something for God, then how in the world are you going to keep standing here? You have to remain stable and keep going on.
All right. You know, I hope something was said on tonight that was encouraging, something that was good.